Oh, it's perfect. It sounds like a monkey. Be careful what, what is you this, say. B-52s? It's the B-52s, yeah. Oh, cool. Private Idaho. Oh, cool, man. That's the song. Well, yeah. hey, it's a free-for-all episode of Action Features. This is weird right now, this side-by-side thing. We're sitting side-by-side like this a couple of newscasters. I don't like this at all. They're doing re- this is why the episode's late. Uh, they're doing renovations here at the building where we record, our, our work building. And so the room that we usually record in was not able to be occupied. And we had to move this whole desk. So now we're in a different location, so the sound might be different because we're not in an enclosed space. Um, and we had to postpone until today. But, but now we're here. But now we're recording. Now we're the, recording again in the place that we would have last week. Yeah. Except it's on a different night, actually. Well, yeah, it's Wednesday night. So. Well, last Thursday, I don't think this table was set up yet, was it? I don't recall. I think it, maybe it was set up. Well, the cleaning the people day. come on. They, were, they come on Thursdays. So we there's no exposed. way of being contained. So I guess until that room is done, we'll keep recording on Wednesdays, so that the cleaning people don't. Yeah. Have to deal with us yeah. recording around them. All right. So this is a free-for-all episode. I don't have a lot of stuff written down. I have a, I have a few things. A couple of things that, that we'll talk about will probably take a while. Yeah, I think so. One in particular. Let's save that. Let's, let's save that. Let's save it to the end because okay. it could get a little ranty. And yeah, I, I don't want, it I want, get bad. I want people who, you know, don't want to get into it can can listen up to then and turn it off. Well, I'm going to start with something very topical for today. Okay. The NECA San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Ninja Turtles. Well, they I don't think it, they had even shown them before. You're fine. I don't think they'd even shown them until after the last time we recorded. No, they, they hadn't. just showed those recently. Yeah. So NECA is doing well, first of all, they're doing some Groot that I don't really care about. Uh, Hawkins from Predator, which is pretty cool. Hawkeye. Um, and then the one that everybody thought they were gonna do is to scale down their quarter scale nineteen ninety Ninja Turtle movie figures to seven inch figures mm-hmm. and release them as a set. And they, they have to do all of their six and a half inch, seven inch turtle releases as exclusives due to licensing. And they have to do a certain, a limited amount they want to do them mass market, but due to the license, they can only do it as like a special convention release. Come on, playmates. Come playmates has got to be the reason for this. Come on. Come they on. Gotta be blocking some, them. some rights here. Yeah. So that that's rough. Cause everything they've done so far has been really nice. Um, and these, every set is sold these out. These look exceptional. These are the best. These are the best. I, I know I say this all the time, but I really probably would get a set if they were going to be available for uh, you know a regular retail price, yeah. fifteen bucks a figure or something. Totally. I Even lo- twenty. I love that figure. movie. Twenty-five bucks a figure. Grew up with that movie. Yeah. Still holds They're incredible. Up. Have we done an episode on turtles? We haven't. I don't think so. At least. We did, a, we did like an overall Ninja Turtles Yeah, episode. but I don't know if one particularly just about that movie. I could talk about that movie. I could too, man. That's one of my top ten comic films of all time. Yeah. Maybe top five yeah. comic films of all time. It's okay. great. Um, and Playmates did those ones a few, those one figures mm-hmm. a few years ago, and those were nice. They were pretty good. But these blow those out of the water. I mean, they're incredible. They look like they're straight from movie stills. That they, they really do. As good as the quarter scales looked, yeah. these look just as good, but they're a smaller scale, which makes it easier to display them. Um, and I, the quarter, I love the quarter scales, but it does. I, there's something about the smaller figure scale that just makes them 
I don't know, feel more like an action figure. Yeah. And it looks cooler on display to me. Quarter <laughs> scales are almost too big to have a really nice display of them. Yeah. Um, and I know I would never, I'm not going to get Shredder and the Foot Soldier or any of those guys, because then your quarter scale display is going to be huge, but they are going to do Shredder and the, the Foot Soldier. If they then scaled those down for the seven inch, that makes more sense to me to do the four turtles, Shredder, Splinter, um, the Shred dude. Yeah, all those as a display. That's that's doable. So they're doing all four turtles in a set. The box is reminiscent of the VHS uh, slipcase. Um, their their packaging is always super cool. So all four turtles come in that with that slipcase, or you can get them like that plus a giant diorama scene to put them all on. It's 125 for the four turtles or 250 for the four turtles and the diorama. While I think the diorama is cool, I don't think it's twice the price cool. What is this? Hang on. What James was saying is he doesn't think it's worth twice the price uh, yeah, just I, for the diorama piece. I would it's get just two a, turtle sets. It's just a building. Or, it's a building, yeah. It's modular, I think, where you can kind of change it up. At least that's it? what I thought. It's not the rooftop. It's uh, It's not. It's a building. It's, it's just a generic. It's just a New York. I, I believe. And that it looks very nice. Yeah. I, I don't know for sure, but I know that they're going to release a like a cartoon diorama for their cartoon figures. And it may be the same things just painted mm -hmm. with a more realistic look. I would assume that that's what it is. I didn't really research it that much because I wasn't. That's that what I would do if I was them in the diorama. Um, I'd much rather because you can buy two sets. You're allowed to either buy two of the box sets one of the box set and one of the dio set or two of the dio sets. You're allowed two, that's it. I'd much rather buy two of the turtle sets yeah. than just one of that one or, or two of that one and spend $500 or whatever. Of course, uh, I didn't buy, I couldn't buy any of them because today they went up for sale and they sold out in less than a minute, um, which was pretty disheartening to get on there right as it gets online, get it into your cart, finish their process, do their little queue thing, and then have it yanked back out of my cart as I, did yeah. the final step. That's pretty disheartening. There's got to be some kind of better system where when you add something to a cart, it stays in your cart yeah. for X amount. Like Ticketmaster does or Fandango does where you get your place because otherwise, why is there a queue? Why is there a queue system for me to have a spot in line? Like yeah. I've, I've got my item and I've gotten in line. Now I have to get wait to get through the line. You're going to take the thing away from me. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I didn't get it. It was it was pretty... Uh, I was pretty bummed yeah. finishing that off. I'm going to try again tomorrow. And I'm going to try again on Friday. But I've already told myself, as much as I want the set and much as I would love to be able to spend whatever on it, $125 retail is already pretty expensive. Yep. I don't know if I can pay an eBay price on top of that. You know it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. They're already $300 on eBay. I don't know that we should be rewarding those people. I, and I'm not going to. I know that it's hard not to when you yeah. really want something. I really something. want it, but I'm not going to pay an eBay price. But these people I'm not pay who get in there and they buy... Very exclusive items. Take yeah. it out of the, the experience you had today. You know, totally. could have been that could have been of those, me one getting of scalpers. One, but the scalper got one. And he's going to spend. And he's yeah. He's going to make one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yeah. On it. Um. So I'm not going to support that. I, I when I first saw the set, I I talked about you know I'll do this I'll do this and it comes down to it I'll have to go to eBay but I don't think I'm going to go to eBay I don't think I'm going to do it. Um. It's either I'm going to get it one of these three days. If I have a friend that can get it at San Diego Con, that'd be great. Um. But past that, I'm not, I'm not playing that game. You've got hookups, you know. It'll, it'll come, yeah. it'll come your way eventually. It'll, it, if it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, uh, it it takes the fun out of the experience. I'm already giving this. I, I love NECA, and I understand their hands are tied, but I'm already giving them 125 dollars for four figures. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and 
worry about it and try and try and try and try and try and, oh, am I going to get it? Am I not going to get it? The, today's experience was like, you know, I, I did everything I could and I still walked away with nothing. Yeah. So I'm not going to like sit here and worry about the next day and really try and try and try and come up with new ways to do it. It's like, I really did what I could to get it. it so good. if I don't get it, I don't get it. Um, cool set. Awesome that they're doing it, but kind of stinks that it's a hassle. It becomes a hassle. Yeah, you don't want a hassle. Yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, Star Wars has one, and it's the Dr. Aphra 3-pack, through that, which is part of the comic series. as three and three-quarters figures done in like a vintage-style box. Um, Marvel's doing those again, right? Yeah. Well, the I, comics, I mean. Marvel, Marvel is doing the comics, yeah. So the Marvel Darth Vader comics started, to, when they first did the Star Wars series that Marvel's doing, the Darth Vader series started at the same time, and Dr. Aphra and her two droids were a major character. That series ran its course, and now she has her own series, the Dr. Aphra series. Um, I don't know if it's the greatest exclusive I've ever seen. It well, is, it's not the greatest exclusive. It's not. Um, it is cool, though, that they're looking at the comics and you know, doing some lesser characters as an exclusive. That That's at least interesting to me. That yeah. it's kind of opened it up to more than just the movies, and they look at the the comics and things that maybe wouldn't perform as well at retail as a Comic Con exclusive. Yeah, I I'm in agreement. Um, I guess I would play devil's advocate and just say that if you're going to have a a, a character that has its own comic series, yeah, you should put enough faith behind it to really, you know. This is a this is That's true. it's either a character that you're going to make available and make your your character all these all these companies are are doing this thing where they just they just throw out so much stuff it's yeah. like it's really hard to it's like it's like Batman. I like trying to get into a Batman comic. Like, where are you going to start? Oh, there's all, yeah, that's I impossible mean, now. Uh, and not that Star Wars is is that way, but I know that a lot of different characters have a lot of different titles now. And, yeah. Um, They've got their they've got their line out, and you put out a bunch of other figures that people really don't want or sit and show on shelves. Why not Why not throw out one of your main comic characters and uh? I, and now I would agree happens. with you if this was three years ago. Yeah, but the Star Wars line is not what it used to be. Well, yeah, you know, like the, the new movie figures aren't selling at all. Um, at least the, the Last Jedi ones didn't didn't seem to sell at all. Uh, I don't know how the solo ones are doing because there's so much Last Jedi on the shelves that it's yeah. tough to tell what's what. So I, I, I know that they're doing the vintage car back style again. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that maybe that line will have a lot more to it than the, the mass market five points line has to it. But who knows? I mean, it's definitely not the same environment it was a few years ago. That's where true. Star Wars is impenetrable. That's true. Which is something we're going to get to later in the show. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean... I. At least it was something different and not just like last year. It kind of felt their exclusives were a little bit lackluster. I mean, they did a Grand Admiral Thrawn, but you knew he was coming in the regular line. They did a Luke with a land speeder, but it was coming in the regular line in a different way. Mm. They did a Luke and, and Ray two pack, but it was coming in the regular line. It was just kind of like all the stuff that was, Oh, well, if you just wait, you can get a different way. Yeah. Whereas this is kind of, at least it's something. New. At least it's something yeah. Different, and you're not going to be so upset, I guess, if you don't get it. I mean, going back mm -hmm. to your turtles experience, it's not yeah. a must-have. Yeah, and it's not exactly. a must-have figure. GI Joe's doing a 
bunch of that where they put out you know a bunch that's of really, all it is really cool figures but they're all exclusive so why would i that's the entire you know, joe not, line now yeah that's all you can get is all the exclusive stuff they haven't yeah. we just at ever at the toy department we just got one of those revolution sets in from like last year i think it was last year 2017 maybe um and i was looking at it and it, it's the one that had the rom the visionary and all those in there i'm looking i'm like man i would have loved to have just gone into a store yeah and bought some of these figures but everything gi joe is exclusive everything is yeah you can't i don't know how that line is even still eking out characters at this point how many people really are into that that they're you know spending those twenty five dollars thirty dollars a figure to get those figures I guess the diehard keep it alive alive for so collectors long. are just whatever you know whatever comes their way every couple months or so and you know man it would it would be really be great if if GI Joe got a reset you know like it, it needs was, one and we've talked about it for a while like a six inch black series line or something like that that really changed the game and brought that property back into the limelight again mm-hmm. instead of just exclusives. All right, what do you got? Well, I've got uh, a movie called Peppermint. Oh, uh, yeah. a, a trailer has been shown, and it's um, uh, Jennifer Garner is in this role, and it looks it looks like a solid revenge action movie. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, it looks like Death Wish, but it's not called Death Wish. But it's not called Death Wish, yep. and and. It's. It just seems. I, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, obviously. Yeah. But I'm willing to see the movie. It's its own thing. Totally. It's agree. got its own character. This is how you do it. If you want to revisit a property, do it that way. And we've talked about it a million times we on the show. With Ghostbusters. We talked about it with the Death Wish remake. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The Death Wish remake with uh, Bruce Willis is out on DVD already. That movie just came out like a month ago. It did or not do well. Two months ago or something. It didn't do well critically or financially. And imagine if it was just a Bruce Willis movie that wasn't called Death Wish yep. and you weren't trying to you know step on people's toes. Um, but anyway, kudos kudos to these. It looks really good. Whoever man. made it to for doing their own yeah their own thing and saying yeah we we really want to do something like Death Wish but it's ours and Jennifer Garner then gets to have her own character to add to her roster yeah. instead of. Just well, I, being, well, I replayed Paul Kersey. Uh, Paula Kersey. I'm, I'm Paulette. I'm Paulette Kersey. Um, Paula Kersey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paula Hersey. Yeah. Hersey. Get it? Her. Oh, that's good. Because the girl. That's good. Thing is what I'm doing there. Uh, yeah, man. Totally. This is exactly what Hollywood should be doing. If you like this property and you want to do something with it, like this movie that you you really enjoyed. Um, Demolition Man. You really enjoyed Demolition Love Man. Demolition you don't need to Man. remake Demolition Man. You right. can make something like Demolition Man and change it up a little bit. Isn't that how most of creativity's work for yeah. all of human history? I you mean, don't there's have like to just call it Demolition Man. It's like again. three stories, really, originally, and everything totally. is just a copy of that. And, and if you're going to yeah. alter it to the point where you don't recognize the original thing anyway, then what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Like Death Wish, it, it looks nothing like what Death Wish was. You don't even get the point of what Death Wish was if you have. Bruce Willis making jokes and and doing funny stuff throughout the entire trailer. You don't get what Death Wish it. was then. You missed. It. You don't. Um, so yeah, this this Peppermint man, I, I'm excited about it. I want to see that. I don't. I, I want to watch that. I doubt we'll get to the theater, but I'll I'll, I'll probably, rent it. I'll probably rent it. I'll get that off a of Redbox. We'll see what Jennifer Garner is going to do. Man, she'll hey, she can handle an action. It reminds me of the movie Death Sentence. There's a movie called Death Sentence with uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, same thing. What about Death Kiss? I'm still excited about that. I haven't. Yeah, I don't know. I want to see another trailer for that. 
All right, speaking of trailers, the Halloween, the new Halloween film. What? Has its trailer Friday. The trailer debuts Friday. Oh, I didn't even know. You didn't know about that? No. Yeah, there's a new Halloween coming. It's set 40 years after the original. Ignores all the sequels. Really? It's just a sequel to the original Halloween. Who's doing it? Um, well, I know John Carpenter's a producer on it. Really? But I don't know who the director is. I don't know off the top of my head. But Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Really? The original guy that played the shape is back. Whoa, Nick whoa, Castle. whoa, whoa. Jamie Lee Curtis is back, but it's four years after the original? 40 years oh. after the original. It's so called it takes a, it place in real time. It's called H4O. No. Hmm. Uh, if you give me a second, I'll look up the synopsis. Do you remember H2O? I do remember H2O. That was 20 years after the original one. Um, give me a second, because Justin from Epic Film Guys podcast posted the synopsis he found today. For Man, it. has it been 20 years since H2O now? It has, because that was 20 years later, and now this is 20 years later. H4O. Who would have thought that Jamie Lee Curtis would still be doing it? H4O. H four O H forty H forty to the lay yeah, yeah to the lay person to uh, abbreviate uh, let's see um, where is who would have thought that Jamie Lee Curtis would still be doing this everybody is you know when they first started showing the pictures of it it was exciting because it was like wow Jamie Lee Curtis is back and they had her and Michael Myers in pictures didn't she cut off his head in H two O they're ignoring everything after the first one okay so those are all gone. Hmm. It it's a direct sequel to the first movie. I kind of like that. I do too, because it cuts through all the crap that was. I, mean, I liked Halloween two. I even liked Halloween H two O. Yeah, but if it means getting rid of Halloween four and Halloween five, I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know that's that's fine by me. So here's the official synopsis: A British documentary crew comes to the states to visit Michael Myers in prison for a retrospective of the Maniac's Night of Terror, but their project becomes way more interesting when Myers escapes custody retrieves his signature mask and seeks revenge on Lori with others naturally being part of his impressive career body count along the way. In the decades following the fateful Halloween night that forever altered the former babysitter's life, Lori has armed and prepped herself for Michael's inevitable return to the detriment of her family, including daughter Karen and granddaughter Allison. So she has a daughter and a granddaughter, hmm. but assume we're ignoring the fact that she had the son in Halloween H2O. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the people that made the mask for the film wanted the mask to look as if it's the same mask from the first movie and what it would have done, what 40 years of storage so very, uh, would have done to dilapidated this latex mask. So there he is from the film. And the guy that played, he's called The Shape in the original movie, mm -hmm. in the production. Um, so the guy that played The Shape, Nick Castle, is back for this movie to try and get the same movement. I'll be darned. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Like, I'm, I'm really excited to see the trailer. Ooh. Uh, so that's going to hit this Friday, hmm. the trailer for the film. I'll be watching that with, with my wife. You'll be watching that with bated breath. She likes, uh, Halloween. Yeah. So here's yeah, a couple cool. more pictures. So here we've got, are you guys enjoying these pictures? And then crashing through the window here. I see. We've got him again there and him standing in this, this closet, which oh, looks great. That looks looks great. super creepy. I mean, that looks, yeah, I'm excited that about looks this looks vintage. I mean, who knows? It could go horribly wrong. But I have high hopes for it. All right. What do you got next? Apple pie in the sky hopes? Um, for Pete's sake. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix is getting a Joker movie. Joaquin Phoenix is in talks for a Joker movie. Okay. Why are they even in talks? Because I also just read that Jared Leto is getting his own Joker movie. Now, he is getting his own Joker movie. Warner Brothers, I think, has flat out said that they're doing a Joker movie based on Jared Leto's Joker. They're also wanting to do another Joker movie. Yeah. That's a like a... 
the beginnings of Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Well, this brings me to my point. Why? Why? I agree. And they also is enough, don't you think? Here's the here's the kicker on top of that though. On Gotham, uh, I don't know the guy's name, but I've seen clips of him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The guy that plays Jerome. Yes. And he does a pretty good Joker. Like everything I've seen of him and the clips I've seen, it seems like he wants to do a little bit of Jack Nicholson and what he's doing. Um, and it, it looks like a pretty decent Joker, but he, he, he did this interview where he, they can never call him Joker on the show and he can't have green hair because Warner brothers doesn't want a Joker on Gotham that will confuse people with the Joker that they want to do feature film stuff on. But, but yet you're going to do two Joker movies. Yeah. One Around with the Jared Leader Joker and one with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. How's that not confusing? And you've got characters, like a, a Batman character on Gotham, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. How is that not confusing with the Bruce Wayne in the movies? Yeah. People know it's a separate thing. Why is it only Joker yeah. that you feel would confuse people between these two things? Isn't it weird what people come up with these companies? It's so dumb, man. I don't get it. Like, it's very bizarre. It's like you're just trying to keep Keep other people from. I don't get it. Doing something I don't get that it. you want to do. I don't. Know. It seems silly to me. But yeah, that, so a Joaquin Phoenix possible Joker pro uh, project, and um, a Jared Leto Joker, which I don't know of anybody that was super excited about Jared Leto's Joker enough for there to be a Jared Leto Joker movie. Well, they're doing a Suicide Squad too. Yes. So. Jared Leto's getting three movies to be Joker in, basically. But not a Batman movie. But not a Batman movie, and then Joaquin Phoenix is going to have, well, presumably. I, I don't know. There's also remember Leonardo DiCaprio was going to get that movie. It was either Joaquin Phoenix or Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm. Oh, I'd rather see Joaquin Phoenix do Joker. I, I kind of do too. Um, I'd yeah. rather see him than Jared Leto, actually. I, and oh, if, definitely. And if it was just one of these movies, I would say, okay, it makes sense. They're you know they're picking their, you know they're characters and they're going yeah. to do a movie but how can you how can you mismanage a property so so badly it's all built there yeah. for you it's it's there for the taking it's low hanging fruit that you can just grab and and put out a movie and make people happy except except you can't do it you can't do it why are you jumping around all the time i don't get it man and I mean, if you're going to continue on with the jared leto joker anyway then what's the point of the the other joker movie i could see yeah. it as if you're okay people weren't a humongous fan of this. Let's take it another direction and, and start establishing this other joke that we're going to bring in That's what, yeah. the movies. But no, you're going to continue with it. That's what I'm saying. This doesn't make any sense. Just one. Just pick Just one. Just have one. Just have one. And have that be it. I forgot to write this down, but the, uh, the Bumblebee trailer just hit. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna trailer. Bumblebee tuna? I gotta say, I didn't mind it. What's Is it a Transformers spinoff? Yeah, it's a Transformers spinoff. Okay. I believe, it seems like it's a prequel to the first live-action Transformers film. Because there's a voiceover from the first film from the Bernie Mac character, and um, talking about the car, choose, you don't pick the car picks the driver, the driver doesn't yeah. pick the car, or whatever. Um, and he's a VW bug, which I was is cool. Ask if he was a bug, okay, which is pretty cool. And his robot form doesn't seem as much like a um, pop can that's gone through a paper shredder. Yeah, uh, it's it actually kind of looks more like a a blend between a real transformer, like like classic transformer look, and a Bayformer look. You can still kind of recognize the car yeah. when he's in robot mode, and all I, I, I I'd have to rewatch the trailer. I only remember seeing him and what I believe is Starscream. There's a a whitish gray and red jet. Ah, the villain. 
Yeah, and I would. I'm just you know, I, it felt like okay. the The trailer itself, it wasn't as over the top and ridiculous. It was a nice kind of, you know, Bumblebee relating to a human character, and Bumblebee and, and Starscream. Um, and it didn't feel as overwhelming as some of the other, as the Transformers trailers are now feeling, where it's just like I don't even recognize what Transformers what in those Transformers movies now. Yeah, like there's so many ones that just look the same. There's so many of them in each movie. I can't tell the difference between them. It's all just a bunch of explosions and this and craziness and obnoxious line after obnoxious line. This one felt like they said, okay, here's everything we've done wrong and that people hate and make fun of in these Bayformer movies. Let's take all that out and cut it down to just this and see if it works with just this. Let's, let's tone it down some. Less is more almost it all really, the time. Yeah, it felt like very much a less yeah. is more approach. And universally, people online seem like they're like, okay, this looks like a Transformers movie I'd actually give yep. a chance to. And it's surprising to see that, to see them, you know, as much movies, money as the movie, as much money as those Transformers movies have made, it just seems like they've been content to just keep going, here's the same thing again. Here's the same yeah. thing again. Here's the same thing again. We know we're going to make X amount of money. Here's the same thing again. For them to go, okay, well, we're going to do something different with Bumblebee and take it back a notch and do this. It was surprising. I, well, I, I'll give Bumblebee a chance. Let's see. I've heard rumors, and I, I don't know if you talked to me about it, or no, Blaze talked to me about it, about a Snake Eyes standalone movie. Oh. After seeing this, I'm like, okay, well, maybe that approach will work with G.I. Joe if you do just a, sta- a Snake Eyes It's going to be a silent film. It's a silent film. It's It's got subtitles. Um, the subtitles are actually sign language. It's a person down at the bottom doing sign language. So, phone up before you see the movie. Yeah. You want to know what's going on. Uh, I, You know, if it's this kind of approach... And this works. Maybe a Snake Eyes movie could work. Who knows? What else you got? Well, uh, we'll talk about Bill and Ted 3. Okay. So they've released a synopsis and a film date. All right. So this is like a very movie-heavy episode. Very. You know? Very. Uh, okay. So the same writers are writing it that did the first two movies. And, quote, this is from the Bill and Ted three Facebook page uh, currently in pre-production Bill and Ted face the music, which is the working title. We'll see the duo long past their days as time traveling teenagers and now weighed down by middle age and responsibilities of family. They've, re- they've written thousands of tunes, but they have yet to write a good one, much less the greatest song ever written with the fabric of time and space tearing around them. A visitor from the future warns our heroes that only their song can save life as we know it. Out of luck and fresh out of inspiration, Bill and Ted set out on a time travel adventure to seek the song that will set their world right and bring harmony in the universe. Together with the aid of their teenage daughters, Billy and Thea, a new crop of historical figures and some sympathetic music legends, they find much, much more than just a song. George Carlin is so deeply missed by all who worked with him on the previous two films, the Rufus character will not be recast, but his absence will be a part of the whole third movie, including what is possibly the most emotional scene of the film. End quote. Okay, so overall, I really like this synopsis. Uh, I like that Rufus is not being recast. Totally, that would be a shame. And I like that they're they're even working it in. Um, I like the fact that, I'm not a a big Bogus Journey fan. Yes. I like the fact that they've reintroduced the time travel element. Yes, because that wasn't in... That wasn't in Bogus Bogus Journey, Journey. and I think it was sorely missing from... You know, it, it, Bill and Ted is great in the movie, you know, and that's what you're there for. You're, yeah. you're enjoying them and you're, you're laughing and stuff. But the ti- the out of water thing, the time travel aspect where they're meeting these other people yeah. from different time periods and they're in different time periods, 
that's what makes it fun. You know, that's like t- doing a Back to the Future movie, but having no time travel in the sequel. Yeah. Like doing Back to the Future, and then the next movie, he goes to different planets. That's That That wouldn't be as enjoyable to the me. The time travel is also, it's more of a sci-fi, it's it's technical. Yeah. And then in, in Bogus Journey, you know, they go, it's a spiritual yeah, journey. Yeah, they go to and heaven, it's they go kind to of hell, like, they go to purgatory. This is a very different thing. It's, yeah. not, it's not fun comedy exactly. sci-fi adventure anymore. It's something else, and... Uh, and Bogus Journey was okay. Now, Death will be back in the third movie. I, uh, I, I'm a little I bit... don't know if we need that. I do I do like him in Bogus I, Journey. He's one of the things I do like about Bogus Journey, but yeah, it's just... But I don't know how they're going to... I don't know if he's necessary. I don't think he's necessary. But speaking of things that aren't necessary... They did make him part of the band in the end they of did. Bogus Journey. So I don't know if this is going to be like a, a, a cameo part, and then he's done. Um, but yes, speaking of things that's not necessary... Uh, together with the aid of their teenage daughters, that is mm. troublesome for me. Yeah, that's, that's it's. I'm concerned about it. I was very excited about this movie, and now I've definitely I'm reserving judgment. Yeah, bit. I've gone through every scenario in my head of how this type of thing goes in movies. They're either know-it-all kids who could do everything that their yep adults parents can't do. Or they're very helpless and sort of just a burden through yeah. the whole movie to be drug along. Or they are on all on equal ground to the point of annoyance where you have to introduce these new characters and they have to be fresh in some way. And are they going to be hip? Are yeah. they going to be trying to do impressions that are reminiscent of what their father's how their fathers speak and things like that. I mean, yeah. there's, I can't imagine a good way for it to go. You know, in force awakens, they introduced Ray and Finn yeah. and it worked. You know, they weren't kids that the children of the adults, but it worked in that yeah. you had the new and the old and they meshed well together and it worked. They were, that is kind of the rare occasion. They were the main characters. They were, they were. Yeah. And, um, and I don't want that. I yes. want Bill and Ted. Yes. I don't want Billy and Thea. Well, yeah, the funny thing is that uh, the writers were talking about Hollywood. You know, they couldn't get the movie made for a long time because Hollywood kept wanting them to just do a reboot yeah. and recast. And they said, no, we're not doing that. And I wonder if this is some sort of compromise that they've made to get funding on this, where they've thrown in new, fresh, yeah. hip, young characters. Um, it's also insulting to everybody involved to, to think that younger audiences can't, enjoy something yeah. unless there are young people in it. It's ridiculous. It's like, well, if there's not, if you don't have a cell phone, if there's no iPhone in it, how are young how people going to enjoy this? Relate? Yeah, I'm sure there's well, going to be lots of jokes about I, the phone booth oh, yeah. and them with cell phones. I don't even sure. know what a phone booth is yeah, sure. and poking fun at those kind of things. Yeah. I just don't know if it's necessary. You know, like, well, it's, uh, it's not. It, um, Bill and Ted works as Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted doesn't need to be an ensemble with all their other... Yeah tag along characters, you know, like uh, the, the princesses being with them in, in every adventure or the, their daughters being with them on every adventure. Yeah. It's just, I will see. I don't know. We'll see. I, I really hope it's not planting the seeds for a spinoff series of the daughters. Yeah. It, that's what it feels like. I like, I like everything else. Me too. I'm with this. everything else except the teenage daughters. So, anyway, that's news. Um, and that's all I've got except for the other, the thing that we're going to talk about. I have another thing. Is it that I want gummy worms? I would reason, love some if you have some. I don't. Why I, did you say that then? 
I said it because I was hoping that you had some. I really want I some. I just said to you earlier, man, there's no sweets here. You didn't say You had your head. No, I did. You had oh, your I had my headphones on. on. I didn't hear Yeah. It. I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't care about that then. Well, if I. Now I hear yeah. myself uh, talking to myself. You know, I, it sounds really good to me right now. Some yeah. gummy worms. I don't know why. Man, that would be good. Bears. Gummy bears. Sour Patch Kids. Sour I Patch take Kids. Those. Are, those are fun, too. I take those. Do you have those? I don't have any of those things. Uh, does Lyron have anything stashed over there? No. Uh, I, I can promise you that. She's uh, got she's got some suckers over there. Some lollipops. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. Lollipops. That's going to make a noise the entire time. That's that's disgusting. That's gross. The stick Skittles. Yeah, they get soggy. Soggy with your saliva. How do you feel about popsicle sticks? When you have the wood popsicle stick... Mm-hmm. I can't really talk about it without really? it creeping me out. When you have the popsicle stick, <laughs> huh, <laughs> it gave me the heebie, heebie-jeebies. I'll get it out. When you're down to the last and people drag the wooden popsicle stick through their teeth yeah. to get that last bit of ice cream off, I can't do it. Really? I can't even think about think doing I, it. I'm okay with that. I'm a popsicle connoisseur. I, I That creeps me out. Popsicles man. for me year-round. Are you afraid of splinters? I don't know what it is, but the feeling of that wood on uh, my, okay. dragging through my teeth is like, it's the worst. Has it always been that way? It's or? always been that way. Okay. Even since I was a little kid, I can't do it. Okay. If I get down to the last little bit and I can't get it off without, you know, actually having the wood on my teeth, mm-hmm. I'll just throw it away. Teeth I won't even of, finish it. teeth were made of wool. I'll throw it away. I'll try and get it off of there and put it in a bowl or do something, but I can't take that wood dragging through my teeth, huh. that wooden popsicle in my teeth. That's... The worst feeling in the world. Hmm. I'm That's to th- torture. I'm trying to think if I do that now. I don't think I do. I, don't I, I don't start. I, I go from the side. That's fine. Go from the side. That's what I'm I trying go to from do. The side, bite it Sometimes you can't. It won't come off of there. It's risky. But yeah, you gotta bite it. That's the worst. Feeling. The worst feeling. I'm a biter with a popsicle. I yeah. Don't, I don't. I don't suck on. Them. Yeah. It's it gets messy and they start melting. Yeah. You know. Not with the front teeth though. That'll hurt. Yeah. I can't do that. All right. Uh, the other thing I had to add in was. Marvel made an announcement yesterday that Wolverine is getting ready to return in a series. And there's been a whole storyline of War- the hunt for Wolverine, the return of Wolverine, where he was encased at Amantium, and now he's not anymore, so now they're trying to find him, and now he's going to have his own series again. Uh, but he's got a brand new power. Mm. His claws can get, can get super hot sometimes. Mm. Who cares? Mm. Why does he need to have super hot claws? His claws hot. can already cut through anything. Yeah. Is the point that now he will be able to, like, cauterize wounds? As he cuts people, they'll heal? There won't mm. be any blood? Mm. Is that the point, maybe? Mm. It's just dumb. People have been wanting Wolverine to come back for a while. How about you just bring back Wolverine and make him cool again? Making him cool is not making him have super hot flame claws. That's stupid. Mm. Wolverine worked for the longest time without <laughs> any super hot flame claws. Doesn't he have enough stuff going on? He's got enough stuff going on. He's cool enough the way he was. So you bring him back and immediately you have to add some spin on it and some cool thing. Oh, this this is what people will want. They'll want Wolverine back, but now cooler than ever. Just dumb. Just really dumb. It's just a sign of how dumb Marvel is now. Yeah. Really dumb. Hmm. All right. Well, that was my last thing. All right. Now we're going to talk about Solo. Solo, the Star Wars failure. Which neither of us have seen, by, by the way. But and we I, won't see. I think we're going to... Uh, mainly just comment on the, I want to call it a phenomenon, really, of the movie being a flop. It's an official yeah. flop. Okay, um, here's the thing. Now, we're, we are going to comment on the success of the film, the box office of the film, how it got to this point. 
I can't, like like you just said, neither of us can comment on, on the film itself and how good it was. Yeah. We can't go and, and judge the film. We can't say, this movie sucked and that's why it did bad. And this this is that, oh, this is, it was a horrible film. And we'll never say that because we haven't seen the film. So we can't rightly yeah. say this is a terrible film. So when we go into this, oh, those guys can't comment on it. They've never even seen the movie. Well, we're not going to comment on the movie itself. We're commenting yeah. on... Where how we got to this point and how yeah. the movie performed and not so much the movie itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So for dogging the movie, we're dogging the movie's performance and not the movie itself. Correct. Okay. Correct Mundo. Um Okay, so the movie I don't know if we need need to get into numbers, but it it way underperformed the way opening weekend. We will say the numbers. Okay. Um I believe on the three day Memorial Day weekend. They did eighty-six million yeah. for the four-day. I believe it was a hundred and three. Okay, so they, they projected pro- originally one hundred fifty million yeah. for the four-day. Then they dropped it to one hundred thirty uh, for what they thought it was going to make. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was down to one hundred twenty that they, they were hoping it would make. And then it actually made one hundred three, yeah. which is abysmal. And then for a Star Wars movie, yes. On and then within that next week, which. Bring us to last uh, over the weekend. Uh, the drop off was sixty seven percent, I yeah. believe, in interest. So it only made another only twenty twenty nine million, yeah, twenty eight million, something yeah. like that. They were hoping, they were hopeful for a thirty million dollar weekend after the performance of the first, and it didn't even hit that. Yeah, and your excuses of it well, tanked, it's it, Memorial Day weekend, it it's a holiday too. weekend. Yeah. It's a holiday weekend. That's why people didn't see it, which is silly because people see movies on Memorial Day weekend. That's why they release movies. People on Memorial are off Day work. On they Memorial still watch, Day. yeah, movies Memorial Day weekend. Um, then the the second weekend should have been humongous. It should have been way bigger than their estimates because all the people that didn't see it on Memorial Day weekend would have seen it the next weekend, yeah. but they didn't. People didn't show up for this movie, and like you just were going to say, the foreign box office was even worse. It was. And it's abysmal. It's 11 million total worldwide or something like that. Like well, I think out, that China, it, it was, it came in third on its opening weekend, which that's, that is abysmal. Um, I think I'll look it up here real quick to see where it's standing at right now. And the real problem is people are, are coming forth and, you know, the defenders of the film and the defenders of Disney star Wars, um, want to come forth and say, well, that's, that's a huge amount of money. That, what are you talking about? That's still a humongous amount of money. It's not. Not when it's a Star Wars movie, and not when the movie cost, um, I believe it was $250 million to begin with, when it was Lord Miller, still yes. there with the directors. Yes. That did not include the reshoots that Ron Howard had to do, Which and he had like to reshoot 75% like 75% of, of the movie. And then on top of that is also a marketing budget, and the marketing budget is usually at least half of what your production budget is. Yeah. So let's say conservatively, this movie cost four hundred million plus to make. So right off the bat, you cost four hundred million to make your 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 ticket sales. Those aren't all just going right back to Disney. Those also have to pay the theaters. So the theaters get a chunk of that money too. So a movie should be able to to get profitable. It has to double what it costs to make. Yeah. That's when the profit starts. Um, because that means the theaters are paid, your budget's paid, all that stuff is paid. I think you have to stop hitting the desk. Oh, sorry. I don't, I don't know if it's the um, one. Sorry, I, I'm getting emphatic. On this <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, we'll get you a pad. We'll get you a... So, it's, it's gone from... It's now worldwide at $271 million. That's worldwide. Yeah, yeah. It, I believe that one of the, the things I read that they had hoped that the movie would end its run 
uh, it'll probably be under 400 million when it's all said and yeah. done. That's less than what it costs to make. Yeah. So once you pay the, the production, uh, the marketing budget, and once you pay all the theaters all their money, uh, the one article I read that it was standard to lose $50 million, but other estimates saying that that's way under, it's going to be at least 80 million that it loses. Yeah. So you, you didn't make any money on the movie. You lost 80 million and movies are made to make money. Right. So this whole endeavor mm-hmm. didn't make you anything and it cost you yeah. $80 million. So, so I've heard uh, a lot of theories, a lot of excuses being made um, about why, why it failed. And everybody seems to, only want to blame it's like one it's got to be it's got to be this one thing yeah um so i've written down i've written down a bunch of things that i think are the reason why it failed well disney seems to be before you get to that i'm just gonna say every article i've read well disney actually admits the failure which i'm surprised by yeah or they they've come out and said well we're gonna have to take a long hard look at how we came to this point we definitely won't release two star wars films this close together again that's not it you know that's that's really not it. Maybe that's a small part of it, but I highly doubt that the major thing is that the Star Wars movies are too close together. Yeah. yeah, you get less hype because they're not as special anymore, but the people that are showing up for a Star Wars movie, if Last Jedi had been good, and you were coming off a good movie, six months later, they're going to see another Star Wars movie. They're going to go see it. Yeah. It's, it's six months in between movies. You, you would go see it if, if all of other factors were the same, you would still be going to see it six months later. So I, I think that the Star Wars fatigue is a very, very small part of it. But yeah. that's the easiest thing for Disney to admit to yeah. is the Star Wars fatigue. Yeah. So look at your list, though. Well, first of all, there was a lot of... Uh, I'll try and do it chronologically, maybe. Yeah. Although I don't, know if, I don't know if we can. But there's a number of things. One being the press leading up to the movie was... Pretty bad. There were production problems. Yes. Galore. There were problems with their directors, with who they fired. Kathleen Kennedy is on like a firing spree. She doesn't seem like she can hire the people that she ends up wanting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how she picks these people because we had Josh Trank on a Star Wars film. He got fired. Mm-hmm. Then we had Colin Trevorrow or whatever his name is on a Star Wars film. He got fired. Lord Miller won a Star Wars film. They got fired. I think there was another one in there somewhere too that yeah. got fired. Um, and I, I don't know of any other, I can't, I'm trying to think of other franchises and other studios where it's just like so much of this one producer that's, that brings in people to start something and then they fire them. I wonder and if they bring in somebody else. Those things are just being reported more because of the status of Maybe, Disney. But, I guess. You know, I'd say normally at least they're firing people before they get to production. But with this movie, they were well into production. Well into it. Um, so that was happening. There was uh, rumors of who's the actor's? What's the actor's name? Alan Ellenrich or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Alvin Ellenrich. Al- Alvin Alvin Elderbrock, uh needing acting lessons while yeah. filming. I, I like actually having been underway filming and, and needing an acting coach because he wasn't pulling it off. There were all of those things that were kind of surrounding the movie, which probably put a little bit of hesitation or worry in some people's yeah. minds. Now, to me, if it was just that, you could get over that with a good trailer. Yeah. That would have been it. Totally. Um, so there was that. Uh, I do think that... I, I think Star Wars fatigue, like you said, is probably a smaller... It is a small part of it. Part of it, but I'm certainly feeling it 
constantly being bombarded with new Star, new Star Wars imagery and all the new imagery is starting to look like all of the other new imagery and all these movies are starting to kind of blend, blend together. together and there's constantly, you know, toy lines out that aren't differentiated from the last movie and there's you know, promotions and just on and on and on with commercials and everything. So that's, that's gotta be a part of it. Although, like you said, if it was a good movie, if the last one was good and this one looked good, then probably, you know, you'd have, it'd probably do just fine. You'd probably be okay. I don't think a, a difference of six months or 12 months makes much of a difference. Right. You know, we were getting star Wars movies every 12 months or whatever it was. And they were doing huge numbers. If they is didn't really the six months, the problem, I don't think it is. Part of that might be how it's handled. Like, um, if they didn't make it that every single movie that came out was the greatest movie. I, yeah. Some I saw somebody said Solo is the greatest Star Wars movie since The Last Jedi. I read that too. It's the only movie since it's, The Last Jedi. Yeah. That's the only Star Wars that's movie that's come even, out since The Last Jedi. That's not even a statement worth saying. Yeah. I, and it was um, the main – it didn't come across like a joke. <laughs> it was the main right. line of the article. And they put – you know, they do these – you know, like in my eyes – okay, you have the, the Skywalker saga, which yeah. – it's basically over, but whether you like it or not, the f- 9, 10, and 11, or is it 8? Which are 7, 8, and 9 are part of the Skywalker saga. Those yeah. are the big movies. And all these other ones, like Rogue One and the, those offshoots, can be... I would be okay if they were like, we're doing straight to DVDs for all these. These are your your little bit of... These are your Star Wars nuggets that you yeah, get. Yeah, like the Ewok movies. Yes, and or- then we're going to get you know your big... Saga. But they, you know, they didn't do that. Um, this is the most expensive Star Wars film ever made. Yeah. And why? it's Solo. And it's not Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like, why Why did this, yeah. why did you sink so much money into this mm-hmm. one? Why? It seems like, like you just said, the, the big ones are seven, eight, nine. I understand that the reshoots and stuff cost a lot of money, but right off the bat, 250 million before the reshoots. Yeah. That's still a lot of money for what should be like a smaller, your anthology movies. But you spent a ton of money. Yeah. On just making a solo movie that really, I don't think anybody ever really wanted a solo movie. What would be the expectations for, you know, a smaller yeah. film? I mean, lower, you know. Totally. So, uh, which, but all that brings me to my next point. It's not Harrison Ford. It's not. Um, now, here's which, here's the argument that they come up with against that. No, I mean, no, no, no. no, no that's, the argument that I hear a lot is that, well, the prequels recast younger versions of these actors. Oh. You know, younger Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor was great as Obi-Wan. Yes, yeah. um, and then you had a younger you know, Anakin, and you had a younger... Well, here's the thing, though. It's, that's one, two, and three. He, the, the point was four, five, and six are these movies. And yeah. eventually he wanted to tell the story of one, two, three. So you have to do that because to finish off the story, yeah. you get one through them. And it's a big age difference between... You know, Obi-Wan is old in episode four. Right. So you have a lot of time to, to play a younger actor and, and try and find somebody that's younger. Han's not that old in episode four in, yeah. in The New Hope. He's like 30-something. I, I don't know if I need to see he's a, yeah, he's his, a, and he's his a young 20s. 30. You know, that's... Yeah, we've seen I don't young. need to see that. Right. So, I, I, for me, the Han character starts... You have everything you need in episode four. You yeah. know where the Han character came from right there. Yeah. There's no need of a backstory. You don't need to know all this. Whereas, you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin and Vader, you hear a lot about what happened between them. And there is a story. You hear a little bit. Yeah, yeah you, there is a story, though, that got him to this place. And that, that is enough to fill out three movies. Han is a smuggler. You don't need to know anything other than yeah. that. That he's, 
kind of the con man, and he's the, the rogue and the pirate, and you don't need to know how he gets there to see his character arc continue, whereas the other ones, there is a backstory that you can see the character yeah. arc in 1, 2, and 3. Han doesn't need it. You don't need it. Everything you need is right there. You never need to know any yeah. more than that, so we didn't need that. And he is so iconic as Han. It's so much of him and that character. It's it's like trying to cast like Mark Hamill, young yeah. Luke. I never want to see a young Luke yeah. because Mark Hamill is Luke. I I think that's the the biggest thing about it. We've we've discussed this on here before, but I'll, I'll recap for those who didn't listen. Um, you know, uh, maybe the biggest uh, recasting decision that I can think of in film history was James Bond, you know, after Connery did six yeah. movies in six years. That's a relatively short amount of time. And people had a kind of a hard time yeah, exactly. handling, totally. handling that. Yeah. Although they got through it and then it got to be that, you know, a bond changed out like every four six, seven years or something like that. Um, with, with this character, you've been marinating on it for, 35 years or something 40 like that, years. Or 40 years of, yeah. of it's just that. Yeah. And it's really hard to, for, to make it work. It's really hard for a lot of people to, or I should say a lot of people who are concerned with such things or care about those things to, to make that jump. And, and I guess I could, you know, I could suspend disbelief if it was, if it was done well, but I, I don't, from what I could tell this, this kid, you know, didn't I really buy it in the trailers. I haven't seen the movie. And a lot of people yeah. say in the movie, his performance is better than what you see in the trailers. I didn't have a problem with his performance. Yeah. From what I could tell in the trailers. Like, I think this movie is probably okay. I don't think it's probably a horrible movie. I've heard the best I've heard from people I know is that it was pretty good. Yeah, it's better than the Last Jedi. That's, That's what I get a lot. Is it was better than I've the Last Jedi. That, but I've heard you know other things too. But my personal take is it's probably eh, it's probably okay. Here's and, my thing. I won't find out. Right. Because and this is probably a point in your list, and it's the it main is. point for me. Yeah. The Last Jedi was so awful. I mean, and it was so uh, such an indicator of where Kathleen Kennedy and Disney were taking their Star Wars franchise and how what they what they really thought of classic fans um, that I was so turned off by it and left such a bad taste in my mouth that I wanted nothing to do yeah. with anything Disney Star Wars. I mean, I came back after the prequels. I at least never felt like he, George Lucas was actively trying to turn me away from Star yeah. Wars. Like he really truly did not want me to be in Star Wars anymore. Yeah. Like he did not want his old fans back at all. I never felt that way in the prequels. They weren't very good, but I never felt like he was taking an active stance yeah. to go, I don't want you as part of this anymore. He just, he just I want lost you to go touch, away. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I felt when I left Last Jedi that they truly, like we were the fans and that was that lightsaber that he threw over the shoulder was that they wanted us gone. Yeah. They don't want us as part of this anymore. Well, other things that have been said, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know that's been said explicitly, but yeah. every statement that comes well, this is this is my next point is the backlash, and I think I think that this really is the biggest. That's thing, the biggest thing. Is, the big thing is the backlash is from Last Jedi. La backlash from Last Jedi, backlash from Disney in general, their stance on things, and I don't want to. People too easily have turned this into a right versus left issue, and totally. a right versus left thing, and if you don't agree with what Disney says or whatever, then you're a 
you know, some lunatic or you're, you're a hater or you're a bigot or whatever it is. And, um, I don't, maybe, maybe there's some of that, you know, because, and they're, and they're, and it can't be avoided because Disney has put their hat in the political ring. Yeah. They have played their hand in every stance that they've been able to. And now they are pushing an agenda through their films and they've made that known. They've made it evident. They've made it clear that that's what they want to do. Now, if you like that agenda, that's fine. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody that they can't, but, but I think in general, yeah, I'm not even speaking about myself, but, but in general, people do not like to be shoveled, have things shoveled at them. They don't like change just for arbitrary reasons, just because so not that people don't like, can't handle change. People can, but there has to be a good reason for it. And more importantly, it has to be organic. Yeah. And those things are not happening. It's being, well, we are going to, we're going to make sure that we have more women directors. Oh, okay. That's fine. If you want to do that so far, you haven't done that. Yeah. It's been all white males so far, but, um, I have to wonder why. Yeah, exactly. It, not it not seems like why you choose the best people for the job right. and not put the the ideal that you want to do this. Right. I'm look, we want to do this. Right. It's like, well, why don't you just find the best my the best people to carry out these, exactly. these tasks? And my question is not why why would you want a female director? My question is why would you make a statement like that at all? Yeah. I mean, if somebody came out and said, "Well, we're definitely looking for a male to get in this movie and it direct would be just it just as wrong." Why? Yeah. Why are you looking for that? I don't understand. Why aren't you just looking for the best person I, to carry forth an ideal? I understand the social arguments behind it. I know what's I know what's going on, but but a lot of people have seen these types of things. They've heard these things coming from Disney, and and they've seen evidence of it in their movies. And Disney has been a little bit underhanded. They've slipped in some things that go along with their agenda into their films, not just Star Wars movies, but their other Disney movies mm-hmm. too. And after Last Jedi, I think enough people just said, okay, that's it. We don't want this anymore. Yeah. We don't like the direction this is going. We, we just don't want like a Star Wars you, movie. We don't want to feel like we're like going we're being, in and being and, preached at or like, yeah. or like, you know, my kid's going to have some subliminal messaging put in or so, or whatever it is. I'm not going to speak too much on this whole Lando, the pansexual well, that, thing. That was part of the thing. And I don't know what the comment was, but you know, to hear in interviews with, with, uh, with, you know, both the, the writer and with, um, uh, Don Glover, Donald Glover, the guy that plays Lando to hear him saying things like, well, he's open to anything. Every door is open in space, yeah. you know, uh, this blob over here and this, this robot over here and this sexually, I'm sexually it, speaking. Is yeah. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I don't want any of this. Like, I don't mm. want it. This has no business being discussed with just, it's just a star Wars movie. Yeah. I don't want to hear about how the characters are, are, you know, having sexual relations with the blob or, or with the or, robot or, or, or with yeah. this. And the, I, I go back to, as I'm a kid, if I was watching a thing about return of the Jedi and instead of the, the actors talking about, I'm going to play Luke and my Luke's evolved here and he's a Jedi and he's this, if his interview was just, Oh yeah, I just, I'm, I'm going to have sex with a rock and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I just be going as a kid. I've just been like, what am I listening to? Like what, I'm not what happened? You know, yeah. like, well, 
And that had to lose them a ton of ticket sales. I'm like sure. it had it had to be a big part of yeah. it because me as a, as a as a parent, it just has no business being in a Star Wars movie. Like, and everything I've heard from people that see the movie is that you there's nothing in there really to sh to show what they're talking about. Nothing explicit. Yeah, yeah, like if you didn't have if you hadn't heard these things from the writer yeah. and from this this actor, you would have never even thought about those things yeah. as you're watching the movie. But now you look for those things as you're watching the movie. And I don't want to look for those things as I'm watching the movie. Well, I just want to yeah. enjoy the movie. Well, that's the that's the problem that I think Disney ran yeah. into is that too many things are made public. If you want to, you know, if you're doing your things over secretly, I don't uh, care. Then then maybe people aren't going to notice and yeah. maybe it won't be a thing. But you get out there and you make your statements and, you know, you basically, you're pointing your, like you said, with the old quote, old fans, Yeah, you're pointing your fingers at them and telling them, you know, their time is up and it's time for a new, you know, new order to totally. come in and all stuff. It's like, what are you expecting? So, so all this stuff, you know, leads up to this and I've seen online an, a very active and vocal group of people who decidedly said, no, we're not seeing this. Yeah. And here are the results. This it's, is what it's, happened. I think it's a little bit of all the other things that I mentioned, but I think probably the biggest thing here is that people, you know, a bunch of people stood up and said, you know what, you have to do better. You uh, have to do better than what you just did the last time, and you have to do better than this, and you have to do better with your PR, yep. and you have to do better with, like you said, can we just have a fun Star Wars movie that that tells a, a good story? Yeah. Can we just do that instead of, you know, it being about you know, how many Asians are there going to be in the movie or how many, you know, whatever, whatever quota you want to make for the film to fulfill some sort of social justice, uh, dream fulfillment that you have, or, or some sort of, um, virtue signaling or whatever. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm being for real here yeah. and I'm not being, I'm not trying to divide politically or whatever. I think, you know, obviously there are all, all walks of life and all, and that's, and that's been the thing. Star Wars has always been something that everybody could agree on both sides of the aisle. And it was just a fun thing. Just fun movies. And now it's being, that's what he, George Lucas originally wanted them to be. Right. It's like the movie serials where you just went on a Saturday and right. you just went, had a fun. And it wasn't like you were, you know, you felt like you'd stepped into this political climate or you yeah. stepped into this and you had to check this and, Oh, you have all these things that are, not related and you know that there are adult themes that are being snuck into here and done this with it's just it's just go and have fun that's what it should be yeah. and it shouldn't be a thing of x amount of people have to be this and this just pick the best people for the jobs let them do their jobs and make a good product yeah. and that's all you got to do for me it's like if you go to a restaurant this is how i equate and a lot of people ask me, well, how are you going to see Solo? How can you even talk about it if you don't go see Solo? Well, I'm going to go see it. I didn't like Last Jedi, but I'm still going to go see it, and I'm going to check it out. And it's like, well, that, then nobody ever learns anything. If you just keep going, then nobody learns anything. If I go to a restaurant, an expensive restaurant, and I go with my family, and I spend $70, $80 on the food, and the waiter's a jerk, and the food tastes terrible, um, and it's, it's the worst service I've ever had, I'm not going to go back and give them another chance the next night. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Even if you tell me that, well, there's a different cook on Saturday nights, um, and there's a different waiter on a Saturday night. Well, the owner's still the same. So if this owner yeah. was cool with that guy doing these things, and cool with this cook putting out this food, and was cool with that, then why is it going to be any different the next time around? Yeah. So I'm just not going to go back. 
I'm not going to go back and, and try again and spend all this money again when I know I had a horrible time the first time. Even if it is a different meal and a different cook and a different, it's still the same restaurant and still the same owner. So why would I, I go and support it? Because the only way you're going to make a change is if you stop going. Yeah. That's how you make a change. I would raise the stakes and say if the meal and service were mediocre last time, but it's the same price as Olive Garden, I'm just going to go to Olive Garden again. Go I, I don't need to go out of my way to yeah to go see. Now you're talking about fun. You know, some people did have fun with Last Jedi. Yeah, I, some I, people. I, I, I'm sorry. I should say that it, I'm not against you going to see it. That's yeah, that's your own choice. Yeah, You'd yeah. go do whatever you want. This is just me personally. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, everybody's standard of fun is different, but from what I hear, story is suffering at the hands, uh, you know, at the behest of um, other things that they're putting first. Yeah. And somebody, I'm not even going to say the person's name because uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if they want to be associated, but I was told, you know, they watched The Last Jedi finally. This is somebody who doesn't really have a horse in the race. They said it was one of the worst movies they've ever seen. And, And I've heard other things and... Just what I saw from clips and the trailer was enough to tell me that I'm not interested it personally. Was the, it was the worst theater experience I've ever had. And and I thought for Solo, um, at first I was like, well, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't look awful. I still wasn't going to see it because of all the other yeah. things that I said. But um, I thought, well, you know, it could, could be a fun romp. And like I said, I've heard that it's... It's, you know, it's, a, it's okay. It's an okay movie. Um, but the the robot, uh, whoever the robot is talking about... L3. L3, you know, you know being a... Get your pretentious ASS out of, out of my seat and, you know, being just, just smarting off in a way that I know is, is meant to be endearing towards a certain social view probably yeah but winds up only parodying that view and and doing it harm to begin with on top of donald glover i saw some clips you know where he was coming out and the way he holds his gun and everything i just wasn't buying it yeah so well here's the personally for me when you try to do these things in a movie thanks with the the earlier versions of these characters yeah you're now wanting us to view the original trilogy in a different way because this takes place before it. So the things yeah. you want to try and weave into this movie that you're like, okay, well look at this. And now when you go back and watch the original films, this is where, yeah. this is why the Falcons like this, or this is why this is like this, or yeah. this is why this character looks like this. Or this is why I don't want that. Yeah. Because I, there was a, a vision in those original three movies that doesn't need to be changed. Right. It doesn't need to be changed to fit what Disney wants to do in a new movie. Yeah. than for you to go and reflect that into the old movies, I don't want to do that. So I'd rather just not see it. And still know what I know of the original movies and how I feel about the original movies, um, and have that be protected as yeah. to what it is and what those original filmmakers wanted it yeah. to be. Um, so uh, this is coming full circle. You know, like I said, I don't, I didn't see anything I necessarily had a problem with with Alvin, Alvin Alderac, um, whoever. Yeah, um, he's no Harrison Ford, and I. He's not even an Anthony and Gruber. And I read reviews. Saying as such that he he kind of just comes off as cocky and unlikable, yeah, almost. But if this was just like, hey, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a space adventure, maybe it would, you know, maybe it would kind of be a different story. It's yeah. like it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think was 
not my favorite movie of all time, but it was a it's fun, fun movie when I saw it. And I had no expectations because I, you know, it was what it was. Uh, so uh, speaking of the Marvel thing, and I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to spoil anything from that. I read about solo, but it definitely feels like now they're taking a concentrated effort towards building a cinematic universe out of their spinoffs. Yeah. And that's to me a little, little lame. You know, like lame, yeah. Star Wars doesn't need to, do, to to go the Marvel route. It doesn't need to sprinkle in yeah. something in one movie to oh well, this is going to be carried forth in this other movie that's an offshoot of this movie. It's eh, eh, eh. When uh, personally, my personal view on all of this is I'm 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 glad that it did not make the money. Um, if only to send a message. Uh, not a social message, but a create a message that you can't overdo things. You can't tamper. Yes, you bought the property, but you still have to treat it with some kind of respect. Otherwise, there will be financial consequences. Yeah, that's how the market works. I mean, here's the thing: if you like the movie, it's still going to be available on DVD and Blu-ray. I can still wait for Redbox. You can still go rent it if you want to. Yep. You can. It's not like it's going to disappear. Um, I've like you know there. Are a number of movies I've liked that did not do well at all. And that's okay with me because the market spoke and the thing happened. And now I get to have this little gem that I, that I get to enjoy by myself, you know? Um, so that's, it is what it is, but I'm, I'm glad that it, 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 uh, these things are too much. The, the Marvel, the superhero movies, the, you know, it's too much. I'd like I, for things to be special again. That's all. I would too. And Personally. I, I, I like the, and a lot of people brought up this Kathleen Kennedy interview with George Lucas when he first sold it mm-hmm. and her saying to him, well, we've got to, we got to do this for the fans. We've got to keep it going for the fans. We've really got to do it for the fans. And it was such a, a direct turn. It really felt like, here's the line I'm going to give you to have you sell this. Yeah. Um, so we can have this and then we can do what we want with it. Because you really aren't interested in what the fans have wanted at all. Yeah. Um, so it was. It is poetic justice now to see after that happened and now this failure um, to, to see what the fans were able to do. Because the fans that felt betrayed in some way um, didn't show up to your movie. Yeah. So you using us to get what you wanted. Now the fans themselves have stood up and gone, you know what? No, uh-uh, I'm not going to come and see your movie. I'm not going to pay for it. And then we'll see what happens. And so now they may have to turn that back around and go, well, we may actually have to do what the fans want and not what we want to do. To use the Star Wars analogy, they've become the empire. Yeah. And now we have a resistance of people who are... And I don't want you guys to misunderstand me. I'm not one of these... I'm not somebody who... I did not boycott this film. I didn't tell anybody to go see it. I, I really don't care. I don't feel like uh, I need to impose my views on somebody else or, or impose you know what to do on somebody totally. else. Um, but I hope it's just for better product. Yeah, that's it. So, but I was glad that I was able to sit back and, and kind of see. Yeah. I don't think either uh, one of us actively were telling people don't see solo. Don't no. go. There was a ton of people on YouTube that specifically said boycott solo. Yeah. Don't go see solo. Don't go see it. Um, I don't think we ever did that. I don't think we, in any of the podcasts we ever said, don't go see this movie. Uh, yeah. Um, and if you see the movie and enjoy it, that's great. That's awesome. I'm glad for you. I'm glad you got a good experience. That's what I want from a Star Wars movie is, and the only way I feel like I could get that is if I stop supporting yeah. the one that's the, the current yeah. 
drive of the Star Wars movies. Is the only way I can get back to enjoying Star Wars movies is if I don't watch the ones that they're producing currently. Because yeah. I feel like if I support it and I give the money to it, I'm, I, all I can do is just complain. Yeah. Complain and complain and complain. I'm um, not getting the enjoyment I should be getting out of these movies. Yes. And I want to make... We're probably nearing our time. We're past. We're oh. an hour and seven minutes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make it uh, clear the knowledge that you know there are different types and there are different types of Star Wars fans and different levels. And I don't want to... I don't want to say levels because that puts one above the other, but there's a casual fan who just, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. And all the way on the other spectrum are the people who fell in love with those first movies, and that is the standard to meet. Yeah. You know, and they're just everybody. You know, I, I'm just tired of the polarization because of it. It's like. I see, you know, I'm looking at comments and things repeatedly, you know, somebody will get on and they'll say, uh, on a, on a solo ad, you know, they'll say, no, thanks. Not seeing it. Um, you know, you, you ruined you, your last movie sucked. I'm not seeing it. Yeah. And then somebody will get on there inevitably and, you know, tell them what a bad person they are. Or, oh, you're or why do you hurt fan? Why do you, yeah, you're yeah. butthurt fan or then, then why don't you just shut up? And it, like, like only you get to have an opinion, but yeah. the person who has the other opinion doesn't get to say it. And um, you can come on the thread and you can say you want to see it. Yeah. And, and oh, I can't wait to see this movie. I'm not going to jump on your comment and say, well, you're an idiot because you're going to see this movie. Yeah. I but yet if I'm not, I say, I'm not going to see the movie. Yeah. Then I'm going to get jumped on. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I, most of it was, you know, it was like, Oh, another, you know, Oh, well you're, you're not really a fan then. Are you? well, that's something else I want to clear up here is yeah. that, you know, just because I'm a fan of three movies that were made 30 years ago, doesn't mean that every single thing that gets the name slapped on it from here, you know, to kingdom come is something that I have to latch onto now. Yeah. I am a fan of star Wars. I'm not even going to call it a new hope. I'm a fan of star Wars. I'm a fan of the empire strikes back. And I'm a fan of return of the Jedi. Yeah. I'm a fan of those movies. Those are great movies. That's enough for me. Yeah. And that's it. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not automatically a fan. I'm not, it's like, it's like you love Huey Lewis in the news and then they get back together and they put out a crappy album. Do you have to like you it? You have to like it? I don't have to like Trek. it. I love the original Star Trek. Yeah. Do you have to like every like single show that Gen. comes up? Yeah. I like Deep Space Nine. I don't like Voyager. I, I'm not interested in the new one at all. The Star Trek Discovery doesn't mean I'm not a Star Trek fan. Yeah. It just means that there's only certain segments of Star Trek that I like. And if there's a part that I don't like, I don't have to blindly accept it and I have to watch all of it yeah. and say it's the greatest thing ever. You know, it's just, so uh, I'm only saying this and probably our listeners, we have good listeners, we have good people and you guys probably know. Um, but if somebody else can hear this and it just, I'm stop hating people like internet makes it too easy. Oh yeah. We don't let people not like something in the same way that you let somebody like something Yep, that you don't like. I don't I don't know why that's, you know, it's why, tough. That, why it has to be difficult. It's tough for some people. I think, I really think it's just the, the way social media is set up. Like it's too easy to oh, yeah. not see people as people. If, if, if we're sitting here having a conversation about the movie and one person dislikes it and the other one likes it, it's not going to get to name calling. No, it's not at all. You know, it's, it's just, just gonna, a difference of opinion. Right. So and things you say may, change my mind. The things I say may change your mind. Right. But in that, 
you know, anonymous environment where it's just easy just to throw out yeah. an insult and walk away. So it's so anyway. All right. Well, that's, that's it. That's what we think happened. And um, you're welcome to disagree or comment about what you think happened. And uh, we'll take it from there. Um, but personally, I'm glad it happened. So screw you, Disney. And uh, <laughs> and um, you ended it a little harsher than the rest. Yeah, of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I took it back. I took it back. I'm, going <laughs> I'm glad your movie failed. Uh, so okay, if you want to comment, you go to mm -hmm. Facebook.com/slash/actionfeatures. You can comment on actionfeatures.net. Um, we'd love to hear your opinions. I know a lot of my friends saw Solo. A lot of my friends enjoyed Solo. Uh, but I'm curious how they feel about why. Especially from people that actually saw the movie, why, why they think it didn't perform? That's an interesting. That's an interesting thing. Um, if you saw the movie and liked it, I want to know: Are you okay with it not doing well? Yeah. Like, is this a thing? Like, you like it, and so therefore, you wish it. Did I mean, better, of, of course, or? of course, you want things that you like to do well. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Um, I'm just interested in, in hearing opinions where. You like the movie, but can you like the movie and not be upset at other people who maybe cause it to not uh, yeah. do well or something like that? I, yeah, I've, see, I've seen a lot of people that, that do say, please go out and see Solo. It's good. Please go out and see it. It's more like, I don't know. I, it's is, is really the success of this movie worth telling Disney it's okay to do things like The Last mm -hmm. Jedi? Is that... Is that a balance for you that you would rather the Star Wars movies all be successful than this one fail, one that you liked fail, and maybe course correct some of the things that are going on? Or is it so important to you that all the Star Wars movies are successful, and the movies you like make a lot of money, that, that you'd rather people just go see it yeah. and support it and make it make more money than maybe a change happened? Ooh, 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 ooh. The, ooh. What yeah. I also want to know yeah. is uh, why... If you if you liked it, why did you like it? Yeah, that's true. Because uh, that's another thing I, I notice is a lot of people have a lot of reasons why they don't want to see it or why they didn't like it. I think we talked about this kind of thing before. Um, but what it, about it? Did you really like? And, there, and there's no accounting for taste. Sometimes you just like something. But if you had a reason, like, well, I really, you know, I'd be interested to hear. Like, do you have an actual reason, or was it just a, a gut feeling that yeah. you had when you went and it just kind of, you know, well, I, I enjoyed it. And I killed two hours and and that's on. it and moved on you know however how how'd it go for you how'd it go for you next episode we're gonna do dunk tracy let's not say something we're not gonna do or, okay are we gonna is it we're, gonna be we're dick thinking tracy? about doing dick tracy we're thinking about doing an episode just on the film dick tracy i don't know for sure if we're gonna do that or not but that's what we're thinking I'm, about i don't know why i don't know why again. we can't do it i think we should do that one Let's just do it. I like Dick Tracy. Let's commit. Let's go ahead and commit to Dick Tracy. And then let's do Turtles after that. And let's do Turtles after that. Right. I should talk to Blaze and see what we did with Turtles because I don't. I know we did something with Turtles. I don't think we did that movie. I don't think we did the movie either. But let's go with, with Dick Tracy. All right. And then maybe Turtles. All right. Right after that. One. Dick Tracy. All right. So we're sign off on this one. See you guys next time. Are you not doing music? I, my battery died. Aww.